Welcome to the Ridge University Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and discover tools for living. Now here's your host, Ridge Director of Discipleship, Will Heron. Welcome, everyone, to this Ridge University Foundations podcast series. My name is Will Heron, and I'm your host for this series. And so far, we've discussed what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, and also how we can develop healthy rhythms of communication with God in our life. And in this episode, I want to turn our attention to another foundational aspect of the Christian life, and that is our engagement with the Bible. And to help me dig into this, I have my good friend and Ridge University teacher, Jay Brotman. Jay, welcome back. Thank you. Yes, good to have you back in the studio. So Jay, I'm assuming that most of our listeners will have heard of the Bible, but I want to start off with maybe a simple, not so simple question. What is the Bible exactly? Yeah, it's a collection, a collection of of books and types of literature divided in Old Testament, New Testament, New Testament dealing with the actual life and and after effects of Jesus on Mm. earth and in the Old Testament, all of the scriptures, the Jewish scriptures leading up to the life of Jesus and, and different types of literature, different authors over thousands yeah, of years. Um, years. All of it, though, pointing to one story, one big story, mm. the story of God's not giving up on us, God's creating of everything and then not giving up on his creation and in particular humanity and, and the plan, his plan of redemption to... Uh, bring us back to himself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's super helpful. And we have these 66 books, lots of different authors, long period of time, mm-hmm. which these were written over, which again, makes coherence in the Bible, make narrative coherence in terms of a story, mm-hmm. all the more amazing. Yeah. You, you wouldn't expect it. Well, you wouldn't expect different it. Books, but different then, continents as well. Yeah. You see Jesus, particularly Jesus his life, you know, and the prophecies of his life being fulfilled. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's incredible. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's always one of the biggest evidences, I think, for divine authorship for me. You know, that you you have somebody who's kind of overseeing the whole project. Yeah. Over the 1500, 1600-year right. period, different continents, different authors. Because even the authors were extremely diverse as well, yeah. you know, and... um but yes, having that coherence is uh, really is quite something. Uh, I want to just let people know we did a bit more of an in-depth study on the Bible in our Big Questions of Faith uh, podcast series. So you can check that out. It's on the Ridge University podcast. There's an episode uh, about the Bible, Why Should We Trust the Bible? So if you want to dig a bit deeper into this, uh, how these books came together to be the 66 books in the Bible, all those kind of questions, be sure to, to check that out. But Jay, I know there there are many people who today, they feel really the Bible doesn't hold any relevance for our culture. Maybe others at best, they believe it to be like classic literature that should mm-hmm. be respected. Mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't have much to say for how we should live in the 21st century. So how would you say that the Bible is still relevant today? Yeah. Well, I think there's a couple of ways to look at that. One is it it is the story, um, it claims to be the story of God. Why existence is existence, why we each have a consciousness, why mm. why we know that there's something like good and evil and right and wrong, mm-hmm. and even though we might disagree on what the exact parameters are, mm. 
there's something going on. Yes. <laughs> um, and it, 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 it attempts to explain that. So that's, that's just, you know, the, on the one side. And on the other side is, is personal personal experience and, and often have, have talked with people and they, they say, well, I just don't, I can't, I can't believe the Bible. It's, there's so many, you know, problems with it, or I've read this about it. And well, start in the gospels. Mm. Maybe you start in the gospel of, of Mark and just begin to read. If there is a God, ask him just to help you understand or help you see if this is, if there's anything here, Yes, you know, yeah. if God is who he says he is, um, then if, if he exists, then certainly, you know, and if he nicknamed his son the Word, he's, he's pretty good at communication, mm. he can probably get through to you. I like that. So there, there's, there's a historical look at Scripture and why we, you know, evidence for the, you know, reliability of New Testament documents mm-hmm. is very, mm-hmm. very strong. Mm. And we have what they wrote. That's basically the conclusion. We mm. have what they wrote. Right. Then there's the personal. Does God... I feel God speaking to me through this. Mm. And that's each person has to just kind of dive in and give it a chance. Mm. Start in the Gospels. You know, mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I think for me, Jay, it makes me think about, um, can't quite remember where it says, but it says what the, the scripture is really being like a mirror. Mm-hmm. And I think we see so much of ourselves in scripture. It says some timeless things about humanity. Mm-hmm. And when I look at the Bible and I look at the world and I look at myself, it has a lot of extremely true things to say mm-hmm. and true things about the past of how humanity has been in the past. And I imagine true things about <laughs> humanity in the future. Yeah. And yeah. so it, it says the kind of things that I would expect yeah. God to say. Yeah. Well, you know, some sometimes you hear people say, well, Later, the followers of Jesus wrote the Gospels or wrote these things about him. They picture as good Jewish men, they would not write these things about women, for example, and about Mm. Gentiles and how Jesus accepted and elevated women and Gentiles. And Mm. that was not in their culture. That was not not a way to make a movement. So there were things that Jesus was saying and doing that were so countercultural and and, Mm -hmm. and radical and, 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 well, either... He said it, <laughs> yes, and did it, or uh, um, or I don't know what I mean, you know. And, and then we have this picture, and it's the famous picture of is, you know, okay, we have a picture of Jesus is, and he pretty clearly claims identity with God that he is he and his Father are one that he is equal with God. He's part of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy mm. Spirit. He is God. So then, well. Then you have to decide: is does he lying, or is he mm. a lunatic, or Lord? Mm. Those are the three, you know, classic options. He's he's lying for some reason, or he's just nuts. Mm. You know, read about Jesus. You you decide: does does he seem nuts, or is he Lord? Yes, and if he's Lord, and if he's who he says he is, then we take his words seriously. Yeah, and we, we are privileged, obviously, again to have those teachings. Okay, one last question, more of a practical one. Uh, you mentioned that there are lots of different kinds of writings in the Bible, lots of different authors, time periods. So how should, how should we go about approaching uh, reading the Bible? Do you have any kind of simple steps for studying and, and applying the Bible? Inductive Bible study is, is one, is a very helpful way to approach Scripture. And inductive is just a fancy word for working from particulars to generals, from mm. particular thoughts to general truths. And it, it's a way, I, I actually first learned inductive study 
And in college, I, I was a literature major, and I took a poetry class, and we studied poetry inductively. Deductive, it, it, you could study that way, and it, it's helpful at certain times for certain reasons, but then you're starting with a general idea. You know, mm. like, okay, I, I know God is love. That's my general truth. So now as I read the details of this passage, I'm going to uh, see how that fits into my concept, my picture of God. Mm. Um, we can't help but do that. I mean, that's the way right. our brains work. So sometimes it's helpful to force ourselves to do it the other way around. I'm just going to look for details and things I notice, and, and um, I'm going to observe. That's the first step. If you've been in Scripture, if you've been in church a long time, it's, it's so easy to fall into, oh, I just read this in the Bible, and this is what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, and we jump right away to interpretation, which mm-hmm. is the second step of inductive study, mm-hmm. um, and then to application, which is the third step. Mm-hmm. But I think observation is the most important step. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you sort of force yourself to look. What do I, what's interesting? What do I notice? What I notice it says, therefore, mm-hmm. right in the middle of this passage. You know, I'm just going to notice that. Or I, I notice it says uh, um, there's a list this this in Psalm Psalm one, you know the, the the person who is who meditates on God's word day and night. It says he's like a tree. Well, there's a big big comparison there. That word, huh? Interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna note that down or write that in my journal or, or circle it in my Bible. Mm. Um, what's this tree like? It's like a tree planted by streams of water. You know, it yields its fruit in season, even in dry times. You know, mm. it, it, that tree produces. Mm-hmm. Huh? Interesting. So then I, I'm noticing that about this comparison, and it's helpful really also to do this with people, other people. To, mm-hmm. What do they notice? Yes. Because they notice things, oh, I, yeah, I've never seen, never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. I haven't thought about that. Then, okay, what, is it, what did it mean at the time? What, what, what was a, a tree planted by streams of water? What, how did that look? You know, well, that was pretty, pretty significant. Those mm. trees were green. You can notice them. Oh, there must be water there. Look at those green trees. Mm. Look at that. You know, they're, they're, okay, let's head that way. You know, and, yeah. um, and then, so you're thinking about what did it mean then? Mm. Um, and then application, what's it mean now for me? What's God saying to me um, about something I should thank him for, praise him for, or look to change in my life, or something he wants to show me about, Loving my neighbor, observation, interpretation, application. It, it, it's a good. S- simple process, but it's very helpful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen you do this before where you even print out a passage, like on a piece of paper, you know, mm-hmm. or a chapter, whatever it might be. And you'll use just different colored pencils. Mm-hmm. So you'll start off, you know, just observing things and maybe circle something yeah. and then... Um, the interpretation, underlining, application, you know, those kind of things. So I think that's for those here, visual learners as well. I know when I've done uh, Bible studies with young adults here at the church, every week I would print out Mm -hmm. the chapter or chapters that we're going through and and use that as a a manuscript, I guess, to kind of just scribble on, make notes. Some people do that in their Bibles, which is totally fine, but it's cool then having those. You You know, know, I, I, I... I often send a message to Pastor Mike just about just some insight he shared in Scripture and in his message, and, and I say, "Oh, that was really helpful." You know, I, I really like that thought, and and more than once he's re- responded to me and just said, "Inductive Bible study." Mm. <laughs> you know, this is this is how I always prepared for messages and mm. teaching. 
I'm going to study the passage first. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yes. Yeah. What about, uh, you know, if you have questions from the text, though, and I don't know, I guess, a lot about trees and uh, Israel, yeah, yeah, or, right, right. Um, or if you have a question about something in the Bible, are there any other resources that we can use apart from Google, maybe? I know sometimes, you know, you got to be obviously very careful with that. Sometimes it can be great resources, on, yeah, resources yeah. online. But what about you personally? What yeah. kind of resources do you tend to well, use? Well, that's what people, you know, we speak of commentaries, you know, uh, or you know, uh, Bible dictionaries, or 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 yeah, just a regular dictionary. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's very helpful. But I would just encourage people not to start there. Mm-hmm. You know, study the passage and just see what you come up with and what you could see, because it you really from the context of the book and of the passage, there's a lot that I think God wants to show you, and then you go to the commentary, and that can flesh it out. Or you might, you know, some commentaries you might read. You think, oh, that's interesting. No, I, I guess I don't. I'm not sure about that. I'm mm-hmm. sure I agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. and then due to your own study, I, I, I some of the commentaries that I really like are ones that uh, compare what different folks have said. Mm. Where someone says, okay, interpretation of this kind of confusing verse or confusing thought here. So and so said this, and so then so and so said this, and then maybe the commentary author would say, I tend to side with so-and-so and be this way. I, I think mm. that's helpful. We'll try and put commentaries in there, the mm-hmm. show notes as well, just in case, you know, some, some common ones that, that have been really helpful, uh, that could be helpful for people in their study. Mm-hmm. Well, Jay, thanks so much again for your time and for sharing today. And thank you for listening. As I've mentioned previously in this series, if you have any further questions or would just like to discuss Christianity further, why not reach out to us? You can click the link in the podcast show notes and we'd be happy to get in touch with you. So I hope you'll join us next time as we continue our foundation series. We're going to be exploring more foundational aspects of following after Jesus. Hope to have you with us. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you are interested in finding ways to live out your faith, why not head to our church website, ridgelife.org. There, you'll find opportunities to serve in the church and in our local community. You'll also discover ways to get involved in community groups. One of the best ways to find support and encouragement as you seek to live out what you're learning from the Bible. Head to ridgelife.org for more details.